Hey, hey, hey! Another quiet Saturday night here at the top of the world. If you can hear my voice, let me just say I'm glad you're still alive. The great zombie tsunami of Ought 3 continues to pound the prairie into dust headed south from Nebraska into Kansas. This hive-minded crowd of a million-plus zombies is crushing everything in its random path, so watch your ass out there. Keep your hands and feet inside the boat and don't feed the animals. This is Citizen Z, signing off. Thank you, Citizen Z, for your ever-present watch over us, and welcome to the Survivors of the Apocalypse. You've made it to the Z-Cast. On this episode, we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 8, Zunami. Joining me in Z-Nation tonight, we have... Susan. And Rhiannon. And I'm Brad, and we're glad to have you with us. So, a little disclaimer before we start things off. Z-Cast is a fan podcast for the sci-fi channel Z-Nation. We're not affiliated with the network or show, just fans who like to talk about it. As a result, we don't receive a paycheck for doing this, but we do love it. And that's why we talk. If you love some zombies like we do and like what we're doing here, drop us a five-star review on whatever podcatching program you're using. Those reviews not only help us get noticed, but it helps out the show as well. The more people who know about Z Nation, the better. Susan, you got some contact information for us? Yeah. Uh, we want to know what you guys thought of the latest episode, too. Drop us a voicemail at 470-30-ZCAST. That's 470-309-2278. Or go to the website, znationpodcast.com, and click the leave, a po- leave the Podcast a Voicemail button on the right side, hit record, and then send it when you're done. You can also send us an email at znationpodcast at gmail.com. Join us on Twitter Friday nights to live tweet the show at ZCast fans and join us on the Facebook group for Z Nation news and discussion at the uh, at facebook.com slash groups slash Z Nation podcast. Yes. Thank you. Everybody come out and join us. The, the live tweeting thing is so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, Rihanna, you got a, a synopsis for us before we jump in here? I do. Tsunami was full of fun. And basically what we got to see was what a tsunami looks like, what it is, and basically how to survive one or barely survive one. Um, We got to see the survivors are struggling again with resources. Apparently the truck is out of gas because there's no sign of it. They don't have any food. They don't have any water. And they are stranded in Nebraska when the tsunami reaches them. And that was an epic scene with all the zombies running towards the town with this huge dust storm. And then we got to see them taking uh, shelter, finding out the origins of the tsunami. And then we got to experience uh, what it's like to be Murphy (laughs) (laughs) during the Zompocalypse. So there was a lot of really great elements in this episode because we got to see kind of like the tidal wave of zombies, the danger of this world, not only from dying from zombie, but thirst and food and, and just how dangerous Murphy is becoming. Yeah. So. He's not dangerous. He's doing what's right for him. Yeah. It depends oh. who you are as to whether or not he's dangerous though. I think he's going to become the king of the zombies though. Oh yeah. He was loving that power. Yeah, oh, he good. was. He's not afraid of anything anymore. And he even could get a zombie to back off from attacking a human. <laughs> he's, he's got the potential to become the big bad. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, he could cause some stuff to go down. He scared me in this episode because I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Murphy as a character. I think he's great. He's well acted. His lines are, are, are fantastic. And it's fun 
kind of examining his actions, but at the same time, I think he has the potential to become very terrifying. Oh, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we jump into too much on here, let's. Uh, we got two voicemails in. Oh. So let me go ahead and play those. Uh, one has a question, so we'll discuss that, and okay. then we'll jump into everything else. So let me play this first one we got here. Hey guys, it's Court. Um, just wanted to say how much I am definitely digging the podcast. It's really great to hear um, the perspective from you guys. I am actually enjoying Z Nation. I did not expect to like it as much as I do. Um, it's just a really cool show. And I'm with um, Rhiannon. Addie is definitely my favorite. And thanks so much for pointing out the whole PTSD thing because for some reason I thought maybe she was having psychic flashes because um, zombies, it could happen. But PTSD, that definitely makes um, a lot of sense um with you guys i was really bummed about what happened with charlie but that definitely upped the stakes for this really crazy show and it'll be interesting to see roberta in charge um i'll promise to drop another message once i get to see the next new episode um but yeah i just wanted to say how much i am definitely loving um what you guys are doing so keep it up and i will continue listening and as soon as i get to a working computer i'll definitely be dropping a five-star review on itunes all right talk to you guys later bye all right, thank you very much, Court, for calling Thanks, in. Thanks, Court. Yeah, that was awesome. The whole PTSD thing—I was talking about that with some people at work too. How you uh-huh. put that out there, and I'm like, and they're like, "You're so right." And I totally didn't—I didn't either put it together until you mentioned it. I'm assuming it's PTSD because it, it looks like PTSD because of the situations that she's in whenever it hits, and I think it probably means that something really bad went down. I, I'm kind of wondering if. You know, she she maybe had to do some questionable things to survive, right. and that's what's haunting her. Oh, I mean, like, I'm sure they all have to some degree, but right. there's something there. I, you know, psychic flashes was a thought, but they've really not given any indication at this point that there's a supernatural element, so that's why I kind of discounted that. Right. Yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I'm sure yeah. there's a lot out there. So oh, yeah. let's jump into this other uh, voicemail here we got. Z Nation fan here. Um, Want to know your thoughts on when Murphy looks up and sees his reflection at the end of the episode. I want to know your thoughts. What do you think he's thinking about his appearance changing? Thank you. All right. Thanks for that call in. Leave your name next time. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so well, Lance is asking what we think about the uh, about Murphy's eyes changing. I have my thoughts on it. What do y'all say? I think it's becoming more of a zombie. Right. But when when he looked in the mirror, though, I I didn't think he was looking at his uh, appearance changing. I, I had some different thoughts about that. So what did you think? I I thought that he was, well, <laughs> he was very disappointed in his behavior. Um <laughs> It was his behavior, and he was like, oh, I can't look at myself right now because of everything that he had done during the episode with the family. And, you know, they were enjoying all the, you know, his um, his group was enjoying all the food and water that he had brought. But what he had done to bring it to them, I thought he was having, goldfish. feeling some guilt over <laughs> that, especially when he looked in the mirror. I like goldfish as a kid. <laughs> so <did> that one. <laughs> I like water when I'm thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, after I hadn't had it for three days. I had to go get a glass of water when they were all like complaining about being thirsty. It kind of made me thirsty. <laughs> yeah. I admit to that. I was drinking a beer, so I was good. Yeah, there you go. 
Whatever. Not no homemade hooch, though. You know, no, no, it sounds yeah. horrible. I took. I am. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. I I thought that it was twofold. I think, I think the more of a monster Murphy becomes, uh, the more his humanity is peeking out. And I know that sounds really weird, but I do think that he's starting to fall down a rabbit hole, and I think he becomes aware that he's falling down the rabbit hole, and then it freaks him out. And I think it's just a moment, a twinge of humanity. Again, we don't know why Murphy was in prison. We have no idea why he was he, a convict. It was like so, tax right, uh, something tax. He, no, but he's right. a liar. Well, that's true. So yeah. I think he, and then he, you remember when he told Doc that he, he was a white collar. Oh criminal, yeah, that's right. He that's also right. said that he had volunteered and he didn't volunteer. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, I, we really don't know why Murphy's in jail. So I'd be, I mean, that's a curious, I mean, I would like to know why, but um, I, I think it's, I just think that the more of a monster he becomes, the more what's left of his human spark kind of fights back in brief moments. That's what I'm getting out of it. I could be misreading it, but that's kind of how I'm interpreting it. I love the fact that we all three have different versions on what we think he looks right. in himself. <laughs> because I'm looking at it going, Murphy looks into the mirror and he sees his eyes are changing, goes, Shit, we got to go because I need to get to wherever I need to get to to get this shit fixed. Because previously I was just this pasty white guy. And now my <laughs> eyes are looking weird and no one's going to trust me. <laughs> no, no, I think yeah. you're right. I, I mean, I'm going off of the scene where he said he had to go. I'm not right. really sure what he saw when he looked in the mirror. But I, I mean, because I really, I thought he was just looking in his eyes. But I think... The reason why he looked in the mirror was because he had just, like, he had a moment at the table. It was definitely a moment where he something flipped him out. Right, but we yeah, we know I, he's I out for close. himself. Yeah, yeah, and I think well, the fact they said, "Well, you're our friend now," that probably even flipped him out too, because it mm-hmm. has. A, I mean, why did? I mean, I'm sure for somebody like Murphy, the question then becomes to him, "Why did I go back? I could have just left him all there to die, and I wouldn't have to worry about him at all." Because he did think about it. He did. Clearly. I mean, he went and got the water and the food, not for them, but for him. Right. And then walked right on past and then turned mm-hmm. around. Now, maybe well, opening the gate that had the LP gas in it, the propane, may have been a good idea to take some of that with him. I'm just saying. Put it in a truck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for cooking. <laughs> but I think the whole fact that he went back was because he knows he can't get there by himself. True yeah. and self treason. That's because what I thought too. The zombies mm-hmm. aren't going to kill him. People will. Exactly. I think and so. so he needs other people to say, "No, he's not a danger to you." <laughs> yeah. I I Murphy was it was really this episode was really interesting when it came to Murphy. I mean it. I mean it's kind of because it's it's because okay on one side we have Citizen Z, who's undergoing his uh, drama with a Russian cosmonaut. Or yes. Soviet cosmonaut, I should say. Um, and then we have, you know, and he wants to be connected to people. He wants to have mm-hmm. a connection. He wants friendships. He wants companionship. He has all these resources. He's going to live forever. Well, he's going to live until he dies. I mean, you know what I mean? He has all the resources <laughs> yeah. to live for decades and decades and decades. And no one to really share it with except his dog. And then on the flip side, we have Murphy, who does have people with him. You know, he does have the opportunity for companionship. And it's just, it was interesting seeing the two contrasts between the two characters. Right. Exactly. And it was, it was nice seeing Citizen Z interact with somebody, though, even though he 
wasn't really, but you know. <laughs> yes, the cosmonaut. Nice. <laughs> Just it was really great. I really liked that one. It was you know having him was- there and. How we were talking previously to recording is we talk before we record too and get thrown off on tangents. And I say, we should probably hit the record button now. Yeah. yeah. Um, how I forget which one of you were talking about how some of these, there was a website that was recording that didn't know it was a hallucination. Yeah. I was reading through some reviews and stuff where people were discussing it and somebody had totally disregarded all the clues that it was a hallucination. In fact, I even turned to my husband um, when he knocked the um, the alarm down off the wall and then he was having dizzy spells, I turned to my husband and said, he's having a problem with his oxygen. There's something going on there. And with the dog not waking up, and, but also when he saw the, the Soviet cosmonaut, I said to my husband, oh yeah, now for sure I know he's hallucinating. But I think a lot of people just, just totally disregarded a lot of that. They had that one scene where the computer was looking at it and said, no life signs detected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but people were like, well, he was already out of them. The, right. the right. excuse I saw was he was already out of the spaceship. That's why I said no life signs. I caught on with that like right off the bat when <laughs> when the CO2 level was low and I'm like yeah. looking at everything. I'm like, you might want to change the air filter. Yeah. <laughs> well, my also my other question on that is, uh, did he hallucinate the pod coming down? Because it does happen after he knocks the... Remember, there was a hacking thing going on. I think that was real. Somebody really was trying to hack him. But did but did he really experience a, a space pod coming down? I mean, did that really happen? I, I'm I'm that I'm questioning. I'm not sure about that, yeah. but I think that maybe that may be addressed next week or something. I would mm-hmm. like to see it addressed. Did mm-hmm. it actually happen? Mm-hmm. Well, he was obviously being hacked. Which kind of brought up the whole paranoia thing. Right. But the, then did that space pod really hit? Hmm. You know, that was kind of interesting. And of course, you know, it was, it was the thing I also liked about it was uh, the guy's really super, like, remember Chekhov's accent from Star Trek? <laughs> it was really <laughs> horrible. But this guy had the same kind of accent. And I remember um, reading about... Um, the, the gentleman who plays Chekhov in the new movies by J.J. Abrams, he's Russian, and he could have spoken with a real Russian accent, but people probably wouldn't have really believed it was a real Russian accent because we're so used to the Cold War over-the-top Russian accent. So I kind of liked that over-the-top Russian fake accent that was in the episode because Z would imagine that because I'm sure he's the kind of guy he'd yeah. watch, you know. He's probably watching Star Trek reruns. Yeah, <laughs> the guy sounds time. like Chekhov. It makes sense. And then we'll have that really horrible thing in the... Uh, um the reboot of Star Trek with Chekhov's trying to do the voice thing and it can't recognize what he's saying. <laughs> with the over-the-top vessel. Uh, Connor Marks was the cosmonaut. And he actually tweeted us a, a couple times last night, too. And his Twitter account says, I'm not a real cosmonaut, but I play one on TV. I thought he did a really good job. And I thought I really was impressed with him and Citizen Z's performance. I thought they played really well off of each other. I thought it was great. I thought it was really wonderfully well done. And it actually made me really sad that he was just a hallucination because it would have been fun to see him. Like if he'd been a real person, it would have been fun to see him stick around. But um, the role he played was very complex. And I thought he did a really good job with it. I totally agree. Out of the park. Mm -hmm. I, I, I definite kudos on that. Um, I also really liked the scene um, going to our group that was kind of 
you know, they kind of were in the spotlight. The rest of the group wasn't, you know, in the spotlight with us. But when they were all like in the body bag and in the morgue drawers where you could hear what they were thinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty- I like that scene. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I could really go for some Alaskan king crab right now. <laughs> the only one actually taking advantage of the time, 10K, sleeping. There you go. That's it. <laughs> only one doing it. That was a scene that I kind of cracked up at, too, because it go, just goes to show it does not be it does not pay off to be named Otis in a zombie flick. Yeah. <laughs> You're doomed. Slight Walking Dead spoiler there if you watch that one. <laughs> well, you've already seen it by now. Well, but. that was what? Three seasons yeah, ago. Yeah, it was three seasons ago. That was so ago. long ago, if you don't know. <laughs> but it was just one of those things like, no shit, his name's Otis. <laughs> That's great. He's gone. <laughs> that was well, fantastic. you know, the one thing I do think Z Nation does very well is it doesn't. It hasn't fallen into a trope where everybody they meet is going to be a threat. So when these new guys, well, there were two new guys and one of them died. But when the new guy shows up, you're not sure if he's going to be a good guy, red shirt, is he joining the group? You you have no idea how he's going to fit into the grand scheme of things. Of course, he ended up being a red shirt. But, you know, I thought that was, I think that's one of the things I like about the show. You're never really sure, like, when they run into somebody new, how that's going to pan out. Exactly. Yeah. And in this case, we got to hear, like, a really cool story about, you know, a rescue center gone wrong. Yes, he was the info dump. Right. <laughs> so we learned about the migration. Yes. Yeah. We learned about. They don't about... like cold. We, we learned about like we saw at the beginning of the show. What is that? Is that an earthquake? More like a zombie quake. Okay, so we've had a Z-NATO, a tsunami, <laughs> a zombie quake. What's next week? Um, let me see. Um, a Z-flood. A Z-flood. Listeners, if you're listening and you have an idea of what's coming up, throw it out there. Because <laughs> we have, you know, they could go anywhere with us. Yeah, we got we got a lot of things. Azuricane. Yeah. Azurid? It's a blizzard. That'd be in the snow. Don't give everything away. Let them think it's stuff. Oh. <laughs> I wanted to come up on the show and go, damn it, I did that last year. <laughs> I um I did the the part that really bothered me in, in the show was um when Murphy decides to to rob the quote unquote dead family, um, that part really got to me because you know, it, and this is why anybody who has survived to year three of after Z, um, you know, they've gone through so much to survive to that point, and just for him to just completely disregard their lives and sacrifice them for himself, I just really. That got me right in the heart. I'm gonna admit that was a really it was a great dramatic moment, but boy was that a gut twister. And yeah. he did his little zombie thing. Urgh. Yes, yeah. he did. I mean, okay. it was it was kind of sweet um, in the, when he went into the building and there was that that guy kind of standing guard and blocking his entry into the building, and so you know Murphy just walked around him, and then we find out he's that the guy standing guard down there is the dad. Is he standing so. guard though? Or is he just waiting to get in and eat him? I took it as a residual memory thing. Yeah. It could have been. Exactly. Like exactly. he was like, I was here. I'm doing something. It's <laughs> Don't know why. Yeah. I'm go eat my family. Right. And, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't let others into the building, you know? So it seemed like he was standing guard. 
So one of my fans uh, left a left a comment on my uh, my my Z Nation uh, recap. She says, "Every time I think Murphy's going to miraculously change and be a better person, he does something like he did with the woman and her daughter, which is good though. It's more realistic since people often don't change overnight, and the core of what they are usually stays the same." Mm-hmm. And she's like, I hate when movies have the bad guy, a complete sociopath, suddenly see the light and become a good person at the end. And I, I, that was one of the things that was true. Murphy's not been a good person throughout the series. So why would he be a good person in that moment? You know, it, right. but it was still, still heartbreaking. And, and of course, again, he did it for himself. He, he wasn't doing it for the group. Yeah. But then you think about it and it's like, well, he does have to get to California because then he can save Everybody on the planet, right? I think he's, like, he's getting to California he's to save himself. Yeah, he's going to save himself. That's why. I think he was hoping they're going to somehow cure him. Yeah, everybody else can screw it. He's, he's going to save himself, and that's it. I, I, don't think he, I, don't, I don't think he's... I don't think he has a noble cause. I could be wrong. I mean, they could show us to be wrong, but at this point, my judgment is that he's just out for himself, sadly. And that's another thing with the whole ending of him that like we were going back to his eyes changing stuff like that. I took that away from him wanting to go and leave is because they could have survived. The mom and the child. Mm-hmm. They could have survived. And how would that go down for them to go? He took all our shit and let my dead husband in the house. You know, I'm kind of hoping that she whacked the heck out of her dead zombified husband and that at some point her and the little girl show up long enough to go, he stole our stuff. Right. Maybe I mean, they can survive I, anyway. I would like to see, I, I kind of want Murphy to get, so far Murphy's gotten away with a lot of the crap he's pulled and I would kind of like to see him not get away with it for too long, but right. I mean, we'll see. It'll, it'll be interesting from here on out to see what happened because the tsunami's already passed. Right. And we've severely cut down on the amount of people. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sadly. Well, you know, well, at least in their immediate area, because, I mean, it was miles long, but, of course, you know, who knows how far it really, like, but stretched. You know what's going to happen when the tsunami hits the coast? They're going to c- turn around and come back. I don't know. We really haven't seen what they do. Well, no, they came out of the water, though, didn't they? Right. First episode. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's see. What else did I have here? Oh, we're in the morgue <laughs> getting ready to do this. And this falls under one of those things only Brad sees. Oh, uh, they're going to hate you for this. You know <laughs> that. Uh, yes. I actually have this. Yeah. They're going to put a hit on you. <laughs> Your we, zombies gonna show up at your house just randomly. So the zombies are breaking through the door, and who's leading the zombies? But a Canadian Mountie, zombie which was awesome, with a hat on. He loses the hat right off the bat, coming through the door, loses hat. We break away, we come back. He's turning the corner, he has his hat back on. He's leading the crew. And I'm like, so hey, I post if you're gonna go with residual memory. <laughs> he picked then it, it up. Residual go, memory that he put his hat back. On. Hey, I'll <laughs> go with right. that. And I was, I so I posted that on twitter like oh zombie zombie mountie lost his hat and got it back so tony uh Becerra, who is the uh, assistant director on the show tweets me back and says stop looking at that yeah brad <laughs> see he's gonna send a zombie to eat you now yeah. and then later on he was like even in death as a mountie will find his hat so there That's you go right. <laughs> residual yes. memory i love that uh 
the but the zombie mountie though, and it was one of those things I had to skip a little conversation with him a little bit. I love the fact there was a zombie mountie because that just and they're in Nebraska. That just shows you how far this mountie walked to get to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a long way, and he's got a really good hat, and he likes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's he's traveled all this way and led that little group of, of zombies. So it's I, I like that part. It showed where he came from. Yeah. Yep. Now, there was one line that Murphy uttered, though, that made me very nervous. Which and one? I think you have it. Only one? <laughs> uh, the, the, about uh, the leader? Oh. Oh. I wonder where they're all going. Nowhere. They're zombies. I'm glad they don't have a leader. Because I'm scared Murphy's going to become the leader. And yes, he said he'd be glad <laughs> they don't have a leader. Yeah, he seems like he, he definitely wants that position. He wants to be zombie Jesus. He w- well, yeah, because I mean, like those two zombies that were just staring at him when he was on the street, almost like they were waiting for orders. That was, and then, yeah, when they were just sitting there looking at him going, oh, yeah. Like, and then when he um, ordered the one away from the body bag right. that had Warren in it, and it obeyed. Yeah. <laughs> he knows. He's so nervous. You know what? That, that means he's just going to become a... Uh, Great. I'm the one-eyed king in the land of the blind. <laughs> That's right. One-eyed king in the land of the blind. That's our Murphy. <laughs> God, I love that character. I'm not going to lie. I hate him, but I love him. It is. He's just yeah. a complex character. He's he go. is. There's nothing easy about him. I mean, like, 10K sweet and innocent. And... Um, you know, sleeps through, you know, the zombies busting into the morgue. But, you know. Oh, didn't you guys love that part where they're having their feast? At and the he, end. Like, ta- he, like, chatters all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So I do have something. Well, well, before we leave the morgue, and I'm just jumping back and forth because we were talking about it, and I totally forgot yeah. to bring this up earlier. The uh, Chris Engler, uh, no, Chris Craig Engler tweeted that the morgue set on Z Nation was the episode on on Z Nation's episode was the one that um John Carpenter used in the movie The Ward. Oh, cool! He said, "Creepy as hell." Believe me, I was like, "It's a morgue." So yeah, let's go ahead and have dinner on the on the on the autopsy table. That sounds like a good idea. That was great. <laughs> yes. And 10K <laughs> prattled on, and everybody was eating goldfish crackers. That is the most words I ever heard come out of your sound, Hokey. <laughs> <laughs> I love Doc. He's so much fun. He is. He is. I'll revolt if Doc dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't want to really lose anyone. I, I missed Addie and, and Mac in this episode. Addie's my favorite. Um, but. I, it, apparently, for the previews, it looks like you were right, Brad. We are going to get a an Addie and Mac episode. That's right. We'll see them next week. I would imagine they would have had to do that because you got to know where they're at. Yeah. How did they survive the tsunami? Exactly. Yeah. I guess we will find out, won't we? Yeah. But first, I have things only Susan sees. Okay. And we're back in, with Citizen Z. And it, it's not quite like yours, Brad, <laughs> but it's... Uh, Everyone takes their iPad to the bathroom. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I don't have if an you iPad, do that, so. don't feel bad about it. 
<laughs> I thought that was actually a pretty funny scene. It was. I thought it was really cute. I also like the part where Zeke like drags his dog with him, you know, to get mm-hmm. air, yeah. fresh air. I mean, yeah. he's got a heart. I mean, he's a little creepy sometimes with that whole Addy <laughs> obsession thing, but he loves right. his we dog, and I got a. Res- yeah, yeah. I'm kind of glad it kind of faded a little bit because I, I want to like him. We had all kinds of clues you know, about the hallucination. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was reading that, that article, um, on the, on the iPad that the ISS ran out of oxygen. And then he said, Judas monkey sauce. What the hell is Judas monkey sauce? Really? (laughs) (laughs) It's part of him being hallucinating already. (laughs) We we could speculate on that, but you know, we, we sent a, uh, a tweet to Citizen Z, and so we're waiting to hear back. So maybe by next week we'll have heard back. <laughs> All I can think of is like some really hot sauce or like Thai food or something. There you I, go, it's like I, sriracha. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I was, it was, but a lot of their lines are really great on this show. I mean, that's one of the things I do like about it. They're very clever and and um, fun and memorable. So, actually, I just found a recipe for monkey gland sauce. Yeah. It doesn't have monkeys in it. There's no monkeys in this whatsoever. But and it's a song. in the title because that's just terrifying. Yeah. Right. right. It's interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> that's just scary. And again, the whole thing, I, I do want to point out again, I, one of the things I do like with Z Nation is the fact that they make the quest for resources a very important part of the, of the journey. Right. Because so. mm-hmm. you got to have your resources or else you're just screwed. Yeah, you get eaten, or die, and then get eaten. Yeah, or die and then get up and eat someone. So, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, or that, or, or Murphy tells you to stop looking at him. <laughs> um, so I guess, I guess, uh, how many more episodes do we have? Because I'm really getting anxious about what's going to happen with Murphy. I believe we have five, five left. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right. So we're we're good for a little bit. I yeah, think. we got we got a while to go. And second season has been renewed. So yeah, we'll oh, so I was like, when I heard that, I actually danced at my desk. I was like, yes. <laughs> I did post yes. a thing on Twitter on on I think my account. Maybe it was a Z, Zcast account. But I was asking. I was like, you know, I would love to see snow mm-hmm. in Z Nation. And they said if they start shooting early enough, we'll see it. So we'll see. Because that's one of the things I always hated about. TV shows in general is there's no sense of time because mm-hmm. you never know when it is. I want to see snow on the ground or something like that because I I complain about this about another show that I podcast and go there's <laughs> no there's no clue what time of the year it is. I have no idea. We've been watching the show for seven years. No clue <laughs> when they're at because they're always wearing sweatshirts. They occasionally wear jackets. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that everything gets filmed. Well, it used to be always filmed in California where it's just mm-hmm. basically the same temperature year round. So they have yeah. no seasons and so they don't think about it. They should. Well, and they should. They're, they're traveling across the country and there's like, and they're traveling towards Southern California. Um, I've, you know, according to the map on the sci-fi website, that's where the lab is in Southern California. And so if they get there this season, no, we won't be seeing uh, snow because it doesn't snow down there mm-hmm. on, well, the, on the coast down there near San Diego. But they could have moved but, the lab. Huh? They could have moved the lab. 
They could be up in Washington. That's right. They could move the lab. When they could get there and find out, oh, this lab doesn't survive, so uh, we've moved everything up. Right. But then uh, if they're crossing the Rockies or something, then, yeah, we're going to run into snow because of the elevation. But we already know that these zombies don't like the cold, so... That's that's yeah. interesting because you would think, well, then maybe there'd be more humans migrating up toward, um, you know, yeah. That but then again, that'd place. be high high population would then become dangerous though too. But then again, we also don't have electricity and power and all that, and a lot of people aren't equipped to live in the snow and it's cold. Yeah. So you have to, yes. you know, have the resources to survive negative degree weather. You just don't do that. Sure. Sure. Without power, yeah. I I do I do think that the the show has done a really good job with its world building and with its zombie creation and with just I just really like that it's fun. We have a quest, we have a goal, and I love speculating like how many of them are actually going to make it there. You know, how many yeah. are going to make it to the to their goal? I mean, and, and that's starting to get to me because we've already lost two cast characters, right? And um. It looked like the previous or next week we could lose another one. So that's right. 10K gets up to uh, 999,000 and gets <laughs> killed off. He trips and oh, broken leg. Aww. <laughs> he's such a sweetie. He's such a oh, he's so adorable. He's so sweet and yeah, but naive. And... It was one of the things I like to. We can introduce new characters at any point in time. Right. Yes. So you don't really know who's going to stick around, and who's not going to stick around. I mean, right. I mean, we could lose half the cast and have them replaced in a couple of episodes. I don't want that to happen, mind you. But I think we have to stick with Murphy. <laughs> yeah, not a suggestion at all. We do not endorse that. <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> Keep Addie alive. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm aware that they could do that, but I'm really starting to get really attached to most of the characters, and I really it's. You know, I get nervous now. I get a lot more nervous than I thought I was going to be watching it. Like the part with uh, Roberta Warren in the body bag when that one zombie spotted her eye. Yeah. Oh, that was scary. And I'll I'll let go of my my other thing about her hair. <laughs> it's okay. Are are you are you done with her hair now? I used her hair in in this world. You know, if if her hair grows out like that, that's fine. <laughs> My hair would never look that good in his apocalypse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like shaving my head because, you know, hair is just nothing but is something a zombie can grab onto and take you down right. with. So I'm crop cutting. I'm cutting my, right. I'm I'm, shav- I'm cutting off my good, you know, three foot of hair or whatever I got now. You see, but zombies can grab onto anything, including your clothing. So what are you going to do? Run around in your tidy whiteies? No, but if I'm one, if I'm running from them, my little ponytails flapping in the wind, that's just something they can grab first. And, right, yeah. one last thing. <laughs> and besides that, zombie con- the, the apocalypse has happened. I got long hair. I ain't got no, shamp- no shampoo, no yeah, conditioner. I got my, gr- my green tree uh, shampoo and conditioner isn't available. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's shaving down. I'm buzz cutting it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I just end up wearing buns on the back of my head. Oh, I can't cut my hair. Kill me. <laughs> and it'd be like my husband would go like, "Cut your hair!" I'd be like, "No." Just cut it while you're sleeping. <laughs> well, the Why first time a zombie grabs die? it, her hair. <laughs> right, exactly. The first time a zombie grabs it, you'll think about cutting it seriously. There you go. 
I actually have that in my book, though, about how they take care of their hair and they like it's either they're cutting it off or they're putting it up on buns or pins or you know stuff on yeah, top of their head. I did that in one of mine too. I think a lot of people go, "Okay, we <laughs> got to address this hair issue." <laughs> you know, but it's not true though. A lot of people don't address the hair issue. A lot of people don't. But I mean, once you've been in a fight with somebody who's grabs your hair, then you, as a writer, you think about that. Yeah. And yes, I was six years old at the time, but I still remember how much oh, that wow. hurt. <laughs> Serious. You know. So yeah. I mean. I think they do a really good job with most of their world building. So I'm going to give them a pass on certain things. Okay. You know, yeah. So. Yeah. Me too. I like beard growing out. I, I would suck at growing my beard out because my beard grows w- weird. So that's why I got this big, stupid, long goatee thing. I would shave that off too. <laughs> <laughs> but then the question becomes, where do you get the razors from after a while? Well, true. Actually, <laughs> I have this all covered. I'm so good. you might want to just French braid your hair so no. that it's all tucked up weird. close to your head, you know? See, see, I'm already well prepared on this whole apocalypse thing, all right? <laughs> because I use a straight razor. Oh, yeah. Which okay. I can shave with and carry around with me and kill people with it at the same time. That's right. So I'm good to go. While everybody else is growing beards, I'm like shaving every day. <laughs> But do you really want to use the same razor yeah. that, you, you know, you shave and you kill a zombie with it the next Well, minute? I'm not yeah. going to do it unless I have to. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, that's my only just... one, I'm like, okay, I'll take my razor. Then I'll clean it off, you know. And like, that, that'd be right. asking for it. Use a little blood on your face. As, clean you know, and like sterilize. Soap. And... <laughs> there we go. We are so all over the place. This yeah, we've got it all figured out. <laughs> well, yeah. I think that we've pretty much covered everything on the episode now, including hair products <laughs> now and shaving. we're just rambling. <laughs> we are. I, I do, again, I just want to say, I, I thought this is a great episode. I, I, I'm really pleased with the show. I feel like they get better as they go, which is really great, you know, because sometimes you watch a TV show and it doesn't get better, it gets worse, and they, they've gotten better each episode. I feel like they're building and building and I was really happy. So, yeah, I love it. It's the highlight of my week. It is. It's so really. Be, I, I, I can't. I, I, I find myself really looking forward to Friday nights. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll be back next week. So give us a call and leave us some voicemail and send us some emails if you want to. Join us on Twitter. Join us on Twitter. Join us on Facebook. Uh, Zcast fans on Twitter. I'm Brad ZB on Twitter. You just follow me there. I, I'm posting more often now. I'm not posting anything on my website, so I'm not going to tell you about that. But you can find it if you want to. <laughs> and uh, you can find me, uh, Rhiannon Freighter, uh, on uh, Twitter. I'm also on Facebook. You can find my website, Um I do write books. I write zombie books. I write all sorts of books, actually, um, mostly with scary stuff in it. So. And that's why I overthink things like French braiding my hair during the apocalypse. <laughs> it's not overthinking. It's, it's you know. It's prep. I, got yeah, a, prep. I got a straight razor in preparation for the zombie. So there you go. Just... Ah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Barbie Sue on Twitter. B-A-R-B-I-S-U. So find me out there. And, uh... hey, and also, you know, it's the beginning of a new month. So everyone change your air filters. Yes. Change your air filters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Vitally mm-hmm. important. If you don't know why you shouldn't change your air filter, you didn't watch the episode. That's right. Why you should, <laughs> not shouldn't. I'm sorry. Just, 
better change. <laughs> also, since it is November in the beginning of the month, uh, Nano Wearmo people, I'm Brad Z. Be on there. You go ahead and buddy me. I'm, I'm in my quota. I'm good to go this year so far. I have to write anyway. I write for a living. So I don't know. Every time we hit this month, everyone's like, are you doing it? I'm like, I do this all year. Well, I, I do it all. I, I have no choice. I, I, I've been writing stuff all year too, but this yeah. is like, this one is my, I'm going to finish a story this month. <laughs> this is dedicated month to doing one story that I've been dicking around with for three years. Good. And then it's well, going to be done, and it's going to come out as an audio drama in January, uh, pre-planned. There you go. When you when you have publication deadlines and publishers breathing down your neck, it makes you get your work out. You get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not writing anything, but I'll be glad to read them. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Um, I I would really like for for the Z Nation fans to when they call in. Um, I would also like to hear your speculation on on uh, where things are going and where things are headed. Because I can't. I, I one of the things I do like about this show, I really can't. Um, uh, they've kept me guessing, so I love talking about speculating on what they might do. Yep, I'm with that. So yeah, mm-hmm. call us in. Let us know your theories mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. zombie. Um, storm names or whatever. <laughs> zombie storm names, zombie disaster names, yeah. and also what would you do with your beard and your hair during this exactly. apocalypse? These I mean, th- we've touched on a lot of things this episode. These are yeah, things that need we to need to know about your personal care habits during yeah. the <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> we, need, we need tips here. And in case it also, what well, we say that if you're stuck and you don't have water, don't try to drink the windshield wiper fluid like Roberta was. That's the one that she was trying to drink. Don't do that. Bad. Not good for you. Don't drink antifreeze either. Whatever you do. Hey, it's okay with castor oil. (laughs) All right. So we will be back next week. Uh, Thank you all for listening. And Susan, you want to take us out? Change your filters, dear listeners. If not, we will find you and we will give you mercy. (laughs) 